only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recorded live. Hello, you are listening to Greek Speak Radio, also Glee Radio, also known as Glee Radio, on the Talk Show Network at TalkShow.com. Call ID 115-202-POUND. I'm your host, Christy, and we're going to talk about what the world needs now, which aired last Friday. And I'll probably do a quick synopsis and we'll get to discussing. So I have my regular callers. Let's see. Southwest Florida. Hello. What's up? Mikey, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm good. Good. I think Nicole may be joining us, and that's probably going to be it. Might just be us two for for now, but I think Nicole said she'd be joining us. So, anyways, let's call her. What were your first impressions of the episode? Favorite episode of the season by far. By far, the best episode of the season, for sure. Yeah. That's what I thought about the last episode prior to this one. Oh, seriously? I love the yeah. I'm very familiar with Bert Backer, so I love his music, so of course I'm going to love a tribute episode to him. And he's got such, cool, right. such beautiful music, so absolutely was sold, and the storylines were amazing. I predicted mostly everything that happened, so I was expecting a lot of what happened to happen, so I'm very glad. So, yeah, uh, okay. all around, it was a solid, solid episode. What about you? I, I thought so, too. I thought most of the episode was pretty pretty solid and entertaining. There was, like, the one part with Brittany's parents that I thought, okay, that was kind of silly, but whatever. <laughs> uh, silly being, you silly know, you pointless, know. but okay, whatever. I'll roll with it because it's glee, you know. Yeah, I think it was mostly just like, hey, let's just make Brittany, like, let's say, let's make Brittany. I knew she was going to be like, as soon as I saw the preview and said robot, I'm like, oh, she's Stephen Hawking's kid, okay. Like, that, that's just obviously what they were going to do. And, and yeah, it was funny. I, I thought it was funny. I love the casting of the parents, mm-hmm. though. I thought that was totally something genius casting. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Coolidge? Yeah. I only remember I always, his friend. I Yeah. I actually pictured Joey and Phoebe as her parents for friends, but whatever. <laughs> that was my personal preference for her parents. <laughs> but uh-huh. it's gonna happen. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think Nicole's here. Hello. Hi, Nicole. Hi. Are we looking forward to Friday's episode? We get to see Emma and the baby and the Wemma together. Oh, by the yes, way. Yes, Oh, Emma's confirmed for the series finale, by the way. She's confirmed. She's going to be in the series finale. Oh, she is? Oh, awesome. Yeah, and the title's called Dreams Come True, so very Disney-esque title. But Uh it it does confirm that every single person's dream will come true. And I'm talking about career-wise. I'm not talking about relationships, although that, that I think, is also in connection. But career-wise, like Sam's going to be a head coach. Rachel's going to be a Broadway star. Um, Artie's going to be a a big director in Hollywood. Jose's Grammy award-winning artist. Like, that stuff's going to 
my opinion. <laughs> you are pretty on point in your prediction. Well, no, it's 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 just like those are their dreams. That's the setup. Those are the setup. Yeah, you kind of have lead down to a science at this point. It, it's just a setup for the season. I'm just watching the damn show and just saying, oh, okay. It's just the the setup is so clear with the show. It's like Barney and Friends could be less subtle than Glee. Uh, actually, Barney and Friends is probably more subtle than Glee. That's why a kids show is more subtle than this show. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so anyway, we were talking about our right? first impressions of the um of the what the world needs now episode. Um, Do you want to share what you thought overall? I mean, I thought. I mean, I thought I was actually surprised. I don't know. I mean, I thought there was more songs and substance of the episodes. Um, honestly, the songs were okay. Um, yeah, it was okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that I think that the definitely the songs. It was it, it was kind of like Power Madonna in season one. That was like what was that nine songs or something? It was like nine songs in Power Madonna. Mm. Like POM, like season one, the first tribute episode ever. It was like I think it was like seven or eight songs, and there was not much plot to go in. So I think they did well with what they had. I mean, the main plots were basically Britannia, Samchel, um, Mercedes, and Rachel. And that's it. There was three plots. That's pretty. That's a that's a Glee episode for you. Glee has three plots usually per episode. Like for example, in the next episode, it's going to be Beast. It's going to be Sanchel. It's going to be Clean. That's the those are the plots. Yeah. Like there's three plots. There's three different plots. And I know Will has. I don't know. I know Will has a plot as well. He's probably he's probably also a main plot for sure. I think this is the episode where he's going to start like mm-hmm. realizing, hey, vocal dress is not for me. I need to get the hell out of here. Because, I mean, they hate me. So, <laughs> take a hint, Will. You need to go. <laughs> but... Uh, well, I, let me run through the um, the plot for this episode real quick, kind of summarize what happened. Okay. So, basically, Sam and Rachel have awkward meetings. They realize they're starting to feel romantic feelings for each other based on their previous encounters. But Sam also feels feelings for... Mercedes. Meanwhile, Brittany and Santana discuss wedding plans with her parents. They reveal that Brittany's real father, Stephen Hawking, which explains her extreme intelligence. Rachel and Kurt uh, give New Direction members Kitty Spencer, Jane, Roderick, Mason, and Madison, joined by Artie, um, their assignment to sing songs composed by Bert Bacharach. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Bert Bacharach. Bert Bacharach. Yeah. Yes. Bert Backer, whatever. Um, and they have brought in Mercedes to assist. Mercedes also tries to convince Rachel to pursue her relationship with Sam while also informing her of an audition for a new show in New York that Rachel has been accepted to. However, Rachel still scared her previous failures and is not sure she still wants to audition. Mercedes asks the male members of the New Directions along with Blaine to help her convince Rachel. Brittany asks Artie to be her wedding planner, and he accepts as they agree on a theme of heaven. As Brittany and Santana go through a wedding invitation list, Santana is hesitant about inviting her grandmother, Alma, because Alma has disavowed Santana ever since she came out to her as a lesbian, slash bisexual, unknown to Santana. Brittany poses as a nurse for Alma and begins to make a friendship with her, telling her that she is engaged but not who her fiancé is. Brittany gets Alma to appear on her webcast show and state how important it is to have family to be at the wedding. 
Sam tells Mercedes that he still has feelings for her, but Mercedes tells him they will only be friends and that he should go ahead and pursue Rachel. Rachel finally decides to go to New York and audition for the show. Brittany invites Alma to attend a performance where she reveals that Santana is her fiance, but Alma's prejudice is too strong and she rejects her engagement and Brittany tells her off for doing so. New Direction members, both alumni and new, along with Will Schuster, celebrate Brittany and Santana's love. And that was what the world needs now. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. I uh, <clears throat> the the scene the the Sam City's closure scene, which essentially destroyed that ship. Because I mean, my God. Yeah. That, well, that and I'm glad they got but, that closure because I'm glad they talked and talked oh, it out. Absolutely. It like, absolutely, okay, we may yes. still have feelings for each other, but it's over, pretty much. Uh, see, that's a tricky part. I don't think that. See, here's a, here's my here's the thing I interpreted. Yes, Sam had feelings before this talk, but he realized during this talk that his feelings weren't as, like, they weren't as profound because Merce- because it was basically essentially highlighting that they love each other but as friends. And they exemplified that because Mercedes said at that point, she's like, look, I'm going to tell you, I've been with a couple guys, but I found one that that uh, is really cool. And the best part of all is that this guy values the same belief she does in the same state, which is very important because that was a deal breaker. That was a deal breaker yeah. for her and Sam. So the fact that she has this guy now, and then she asked him, how does that make you feel? And then he said, a little jealous, but mostly right. happy for you. So that, Well, that's why I like, said they still have a little feelings for each other, because they were still sort of jealous, but not that's just to the natural. point where that's, natural. That, that's just natural, in my opinion. I don't think that means they're in love with each other. That just means that, they're, that it's natural. You're going to have if – you, if you've been in a relationship for a long time and you break up for something that, that wasn't even about love, it was about, like, something else aside from that – then, of course, they're still going to be, like, na- it's natural to be a little jealous, but they're not, like, saying, oh, yeah. It's not like Stan in season three where he was, like, I'm going to get in the way. I'm going to fight this guy for you. No, he's just saying, like, okay, well, I'm a little jealous, but I'm mostly happy for you, which essentially means right. that it's not, they, they're, they're not, it's, he's not in love with her anymore, and he's not, he doesn't have as strong feelings for her as he did before. Essentially, this talk with Sam waking up and realizing that, hey, you know what, my first Mercedes are more friendship than they are romance. He needed this talk because it, it was closure for that relationship, and he needed it because he before this he was confused, he was conflicted. So this cleared the air. To, in my opinion, this cleared the air completely, and it sunk the yeah. hell out of Sam Sadie. Like it destroyed that ship. And I know people are. I know that the 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 shippers of that couple are grasping at straws. They're saying Sam is still hypnotized. Sam, uh, Mercedes lied about the boyfriend. That's the. That's a really like. Mercedes lied about the boyfriend, but yet she showed no and, and she showed no conflict at all when setting up Sam and Rachel. She showed nothing. I mean, she, yeah, she pretty much encouraged Rachel. And she, she was encouraging it and together. So. She was encouraging it. So I'm yeah. like, how is she, she's lying really? And then at the part, I think Glee's a very Glee's not a subtle show. If Glee wanted to tell us that Mercedes still has feelings for Sam, she they would have used that that shot they used of her looking at them at the, on the couch to show some kind of conflict on her face. They didn't. She was beaming in happiness and smiling at them. Like, <laughs> you know, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, when they were on, during the, What the World Needs Now, the final performance, Sam and, uh-huh. Sam and Rachel were on the couch, and then a shot of Mercedes. They could have used that moment to show the audience that she might not still be, she might be, she might not be as over Sam as she thought, because we could have found like a conflict on her face or something. But no. She was mm-hmm. beaming happiness. It was just like, just happy. So I was like, okay, well, then that clears the air that 
she's not jealous. She's not anything. She's she's moved on. And she's to be perfectly honest, I knew for a fact. Like, she was moved on a long time ago because as she told Sam, she dated a lot of guys before she met the one guy that she she's with now. So to me, that tells me that, as always, Mercedes did not put her all into this relationship. But Sam did. Mm-hmm. Mercedes. Well, I always thought she deserved someone who wanted to wait till marriage like her anyway, so I was... Absolutely, absolutely, because her. it's her faith. It's her faith. It's her belief. She she should, she deserves that chance, absolutely. But yeah. coming up with lame excuses like Sam is still hypnotized or her boyfriend is fake just to justify that your ship still has a chance, I think that's a kind of a... a no, your ship is just friendship now. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's kind of how I feel about another show where a couple no longer really exist and they're just friends and people are still like, oh, but they still love each other. They'll always love her. And I'm like, no, they're done. (laughs) Yes, thank you. And it's just like, it's like they literally friend-zoned them. And they were fine with being friend-zoned. They're friend-zoned now, yeah. Yeah, completely 100% friend-zoned. And Mercedes just showed no conflict or anything. So it's like, okay, well then. That's it. Closure. That needed closure, and they got closure. It was beautiful. I loved that scene. I loved it. I even liked the performance, because I was like, okay, good. Now Sam could talk to Mercedes, and they could get, like, they could understand each other fully. And Mercedes was like, oh, that's a nice song, but why are you singing it to me? You should be singing it to me. You should be singing it to Rachel or something like that. <laughs> and she pretty much steered the conversation to Rachel. It's was like, okay. Mercedes, are you team captain for Samsung now? Which essentially was, no, you know what the reason why they chose Mercedes to be this was because throughout the entire episode, that was the conflict, that she was an obstacle without being an obstacle. Like, she was the reason they were not going to pursue it because they're her friends. That's her friend. Right, and she thought friend. that might be awkward. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, she thought that, and she thought that if they got, to, if they got together, then, and the best part is, is that that, that, become, that, confirmed that Sam was never was not in love with Mercedes when he denied Rachel in, in episode four. Because in this episode, he said that the reason he didn't date was because he didn't want to hurt their friendship. That was that was what he told Mercedes, and he was being hundred percent honest. He was not lying. I showed I did not see any kind of lying in Sam, and Sam's really obvious when he lies. And the guy's a kid at heart, so the fact that he was being hundred percent, they were being hundred percent honest with each other. So the fact that he said I didn't date because I didn't I didn't want to hurt our for you and I didn't want to hurt our friendship and I thought that if I dated I would be hurting our friendship and then she's like well you have to trust that we love each other as friends enough to 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 be able to that to be okay with that and I was like mm-hmm. that's very mature so I'm like yeah they friends on them like hundred percent friends on them and they're kind of like that's just funk I'm sorry like they're not coming back. They made that, like, perfectly clear in the episode. Right. And they made the Sam Shaw stuff very clear, too, that she really is having feelings for him, and he's having feelings back, so it's happening. Yeah, that's basically it. And then they were like, okay, so the reason why Sam and Rachel are not together is because Mercedes, Mercedes needed to be the person that gave them the go-ahead. She had to be the third part. She pretty, she gave them the green light. So absolutely, she she that needed to be that part. She needed to be that person because that was what was stopping them from pursuing what they have for each other was Mercedes because they're her, that's their friend and they didn't want to be they didn't want to hurt them and that's completely understandable and relatable and I thought that I think that Sam and Rachel is probably one of the most realistic things on the show like relationships on the show because there's actual like and I'm not saying because on this show I'm not talking about the hypnosis crap. I'm talking about, like, 
exploring if you have feelings for someone rather than just in typical glee fashion. They they they, they basically are like, oh my god, I love you. We're gonna get together in the next episode. We start dating. And then all of a sudden they're in love with each other. No, this is not like that. This is like this is two people who got who been burned by love so much, and it was reflected in their opening song, which was essentially foreshadowing that they're going to fall in love with each other. Because you don't sing that song, you don't. Because the, uh, they want us to root for Sam and Rachel. That's just, they want us to root for this relationship to work, and they also want us to root for this relationship because they're making them sing a bunch of duets for one. They're making them like say they're making them say things I'll never fall in love again. And they're singing this to, uh, they're basically, it's a duet. So you're connecting both characters, which basically is foreshadowing that they are going to fall in love with each other. That's mm-hmm. just how it works. That's just how it works on TV. So, yeah, I really enjoy it. I, 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 so that's why I like this. It's about, like, it's about second chances, and it's also about saying, okay, let's explore if we do have feelings or if we don't have feelings. It's refreshing. It's not, it, it, there's no, there's no like, oh my God, you're my soulmate. Oh my God, you're my head game. Even though I'm pretty sure they are, but oh my God, you're my soulmate. Oh my God, you're my end game. No, it's just let's explore what we have and see where it goes. And I'm like, okay, that's real. It's, it's the real shit Glee's done in freaking ever. Because Finchel were what? Declared soulmates in like episode two? And Rachel was in love with him in, like, episode four of season one? Like, yeah, it, it goes fast, which is, that's, that's another reason why I'm saying that these two are going to fall in love with each other, because this they show. Yes, it's now starting off as, like, some let's explore what we, we, we're doing, let's just have fun for what we have, the, wait, let's make the most of what we have. It's obviously going to evolve in typical Glee fashion. You know how, you know, you know how it goes. This is going to evolve into love. They're going to fall in love with each other. Like, I think that was made perfectly clear. Wow. That's my opinion. Now that we have that settled. Well, what about you guys? I don't want to talk to you myself. It's fine. Like, it's going to be what it's going to be, whether I like it or not. So, I mean, they're okay. Like, I mean, I would have, my personal preference for Rachel would have been for Jesse to come back and for them to end up together. But because of them having shows, it's not going to happen. Why do you want Rachel with someone that she hasn't shown any interest in since season one? I I like them together. Is it just I they have great chemistry because they're best friends in real life. It just kind of makes... It's just because it's gross. It's just because it's Maybe. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just admit it. I'm fine with that. You can... It's, <laughs> it's, it's the people that... No, I like them. I liked them in the first season. And then I kind of like the little interaction they had, what, season... Three, even though it's basically him just being an obstacle for Finchel a little bit. But. Me too. Season two. It was, uh, yeah, it was Never. season episode. Season two. Maybe it was season two. I thought they showed up in season three. Yeah, season two where he, they used it as the Yeah, funeral. season two. Yeah, it was just one episode she used him. And then she, she and he egged her. After he egged her, I was just like, okay, that's no. You're done. I can't. But the, I, 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 I felt like he was pressured into that, though, from his lead club. So I don't feel like you could put it completely all on him. I mean, he didn't go for it with it, but I think he really did have feelings for her, like true feelings for her, I felt like. Well, yeah, but he also, well, the thing is is that he hasn't been on the show for three years. He might be having a, he might be having a cameo, but I think it's completely unrealistic for her to Well, yeah, I'm not saying they're going to be together in that one cameo he has. Obviously, they're going with Sam Shell, but I'm just saying. We, we don't know that, but the signs are clearly there for Sancho because that's who she's falling for. Why would th- why would she fall for this person and then all of a sudden end up with a guy that she hasn't spoken to in three years, three seasons, probably like four years on the show, but like three seasons. She hasn't even spoken his name. 
So it depends. It, it honestly, uh, it could be a cameo, I guess, but it would be really lame for them to do that to their star, their the star of the show. Just put them with somebody that we haven't seen in like three years. Just because it's Groff, really, that's lame. But it could happen. But the one she's going to have feelings for is Sam. It's not going to be this guy. But it could happen. They could say all around on that. They could be like a true blood finale where all the time she's with this one girl, uh, the guy, and then in the final scene she's with a totally different guy that we have no idea who it is. There's, so a, reason the blood, there, there's a reason the true blood finale is hated as much as it is. <laughs> you really want them to hate the glee finale as much as they hate the true blood finale? Oh, that, <laughs> there's a lot of finales that you really don't like, you know? Well, How I Met Your Mother. That's like number one. <laughs> That's like number one. <laughs> you really want them to do at the Glee finale? Okay. <laughs> sure. Let's put her with somebody that we have no idea who. To, well, we we would know who Jesse is, but I just well, think because, it would be completely unrealistic. I'm, I'm assuming that the finale is you're going to fast forward to the future, so you have no idea who somebody's with, you know, like right now. You know, like, because they're kids still, you know? Yeah, yeah. They could always do it, like, five years later and just flash forward, you know, in the finale and then she maybe not be with Sam. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's also possible. Or she could be with Sam and they could be engaged five years from now, you know? Yeah. If he goes to New York, that's what's going to... If he goes to New York, which I do think is my prediction, is he's going to go to New York. Yeah, he might, he might, like, he might have a conflict about it, but if he's going to fall in love with her, I do think that in the end he's going to follow her. But but that's not going to be the only reason he's going to go to New York. He's going to have – I'm pretty sure that – because they're building up a relationship with him and these, so I figured that that's also going to play a role in that whole aspect. Like, if he's going to go to New York, it's got to be for, like, not just Rachel. He's got to have a career there. And honestly, it'd be depressing for Sam to be the only person sucking McKinley at the end of the series because, because his, his only friends would be Beast and Will. He wouldn't have Blaine, who was his best friend. He wouldn't have Kurt. He wouldn't have Rachel. He wouldn't have Mercedes. He wouldn't have Tina. He wouldn't have anybody but Beast and Will. That's kind of depressing, especially when they're like, what, Will's 36, Beast is like 40, Sam is like 20. That's Yeah. And and his dream comes true is not to be a assistant coach forever. And if he's, and if he's at McKinley, that's going to be his job because Beast is at no point retiring. Brees is not going to retire anytime soon. So what's the? there's no point in him staying there. So he has to leave McKinley if he's going to achieve his dream. But we'll see. We shall see. We shall see. We shall see. Um, for Tana's storyline now, solid. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Very realistic. I very much appreciated that ending because it was realistic. And I, actually, didn't I actually did too because I almost thought they were going to have – Santana's grandma would, like, just automatically hop on board and go, okay, I'll be at your wedding. Oh, no, no, no. Why yeah. would no, she's yeah. old guard, dude. Old guard, old guard people like that, especially Latinas, they do not, like, they, they hold their ground. They will hold their, their, their opinion. They will hold it. So, yeah, no. I was not expecting her to at all because it's with the culture. They are yeah. very headstrong women. So there's no way that she was going to be like, oh, sure, I'll, I'll go to your wedding. No, no, no. I thought she, I mean, she may not, like, still like it. She she may be, I thought she might be like, well, I still think it's a sin, but I'll show up because, you know, your family should be there or something, you know. I think it was selfish what she said, 
I think it was very selfish what she said. But then again, the, 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 the people from that day and age, they they think with a mind that's from that age. They don't accept today's age. Like my father is still racist as hell, and my and he's very very homophobic and everything. But that's just because that was his culture back then. That he can't, and I'm not expecting him to change at all. So. He he's he's gonna be racist. He's gonna be homophobic. He's gonna be like everything. Even though my best friend is gay, I'm not. But my best friend is, and he still like talks down to him and everything. It's just like, dude, just chillax, man. Seriously, they're people like us. Like, just calm down. But yeah, they're old guard. They're not gonna change their ways. They're just gonna keep their mindset. And like Brittany said, and like Brittany said, it just makes them annoying. <laughs> it really is all. That was a very very. I love that quote from Brittany because it's very true. It's very true. I'm sorry. A lot of old guards are annoying because mm-hmm. they're just not willing to accept change. So I was very appreciative that they kept that realism to the storyline. What about you guys? Nicole, you haven't said much. I'll let you talk for a while. <laughs> I feel. Um, I, I mean, you know, I did feel, yeah, I agree that I felt the ending, it was very realistic to, you know, um, what would happen in reality. Um, and, I mean, it, beyond that, I mean, like, you know, I mean, I, it, it, the, the storyline between that and this, you know, this week was, you know, it was okay. I mean, I felt like some points it was a little boring. That's just my problem. But, um, I think... It definitely yeah, dragged... Mm-hmm. It definitely dragged at some parts. It definitely dragged. Yeah, yeah. Like the whole um, Brittany nursing her. I was like, where's this going? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, I was, and I was very careful with the song that Santana sang. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I thought it was kind of out I, I don't know what that song was about, but I was like, really? Yeah. It's about love. It's about love. There's, she's singing to her about love. All the songs were about love in this episode. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is, like, back at, like, you know, a lot of the songs. I mean, but, you know, like, um, it was, I mean, of course, like, a lot of these songs are just, I mean, I don't really, I mean, I know back at, but I really don't recognize a lot of his, you know, what, what his songs are and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know. Like, you know, very, you know, like, um, because I don't know if a lot of people would, especially younger audience, like, what is this, what are these songs? Because <laughs> you know they're a lot older generation. They are very old, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of the, a lot of the Glee fandom was very like, what are these songs? They're like teens, my kids. Like, come on, guys, you ever watch Austin Powers? Come on, they were all, in, they're all in that movie. And my best friend's wedding. That's a chick flick, but that, that's where I, that's where I heard "Wishing to Help Me" for the first time. Because my, my mother's obsessed with that movie, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, I just learned. I learned about his song through the movies, and what, and I and I know promises promises because I like the musical. So that's how I knew a lot of those songs. Yeah. The Rachel and Mercedes plot very refreshing to not have a third interested party be a negative thing to be a positive thing is a very refreshing aspect because in TV usually the third interested party she's there to cause drama and all that crap. But no, she was there to help both Rachel and Sam and and their relationship. So. I absolutely was for Mercedes in this episode. She was. She showed how mature she is. She showed that. She showed that she truly is a good friend, 
and I really do like the fact that she was there for Rachel when Rachel was having like a, a breakdown completely. I loved mm-hmm. Rachel's. I loved the, the 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 scene between them on the piano was probably one of my favorites in the episode. So I thought that was a very yeah. good storyline. And I know Rachel's scared, but I'm sure she'll she'll get she'll she'll get better. She'll get better at it. But damn, the girl can't catch a break. Seriously, she's got so much crap going. But she's the under. She is. She, the show's about underdogs, so obviously the star of the show is going to have to jump through the most hurdles in order to get to what she wants. That's just how it works. Yeah. That's just how it works. So yeah. Um, Will Fang, finally after <laughs> six episodes of nothing. He sang finally. It was a line, and I love the I love that final scene because, well, you got Sam Schull, you got Kitty and Artie, you got plain moment. And did, was it just me or did, did it seem like current? Was that like an indication that Blaine and Karofsky broke up because he wasn't there? Oh uh, like, yeah, mm-hmm. I was yeah. If that might mm-hmm. have been the case because he wasn't there. And I don't think that relationship is going to have closure when they break up. I just think it's just going to be, hey, we broke up. Yeah. Because I saw in the preview, it looks like they're going to kiss. And I'm like, oh, the same episode potential kiss. Well, there you go. There's your parallel. Another one. Another one. Another freaking parallel. Real subtle. Green again. That's another reason why I think that Sancho's going to be in gay because look at look at look at the fact that they're focusing on them and and a couple like Clayne or Britanna, which are guaranteed end game, and they sunk the crap out of San Fei. So it's just like why would you why would you want San and the word the they use Mercedes to greenlight this relationship, which essentially was like to the fans saying like look see she approves she approves of this relationship, so you should too. I I, I know a lot of fans probably don't. Well, a lot of fans are just going to be stuck in in their opinion of what it should be. Well, what, what, not what, what, what Glee fandom isn't happy? I mean, seriously, it's on this fine. Show, yeah, on I mean, this I'm as sad show. for the Finchel fandom as anybody because I love Finchel too, and I thought they were right adorable, yeah, and you knew they would have been Endgame and everything, but mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. unfortunately had to change. So yeah, and so at least come Rachel's with, with a friend and someone she trusts. Like, she don't trust Jesse, that's for sure. Yeah. Sorry, she don't trust Jesse. She didn't send well, him for years. he didn't back then. I mean, I don't know. That's just kind <laughs> of old side thing in mind. We're not even going to get to that. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll not see. even get into that. We'll <laughs> he's probably going to have a cameo, I'd say. People are like, <laughs> expecting like, some big story, and I'm like, no, he's going to probably have a cameo. I just want it to be a cute scene where they're like friends or something, you know. Like I'm sure, like they'll end up on Broadway sure together at some point. Yeah, he'll be you know, <laughs> it's always funny. He'll he'll be the co-star, I think. Like with like he'll be like her. He'll play her love interest like he has in real life, so it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking too. But I don't think it's gonna be Endgame, and a lot of people are saying like, "Oh, they're gonna be Endgame." Like, no. Why? Why would you assume they're gonna be Endgame? There's nothing on the show to indicate that they're going to do say very endgame. Just because he's coming back, that's kind of jumping the gun like completely. Just because he's coming back, that means they're endgame. Uh, I'm, I'm not making that. Like, I'm not making that much of a jump. I'm just. Oh, saying. I know, I know. But that, but they'll uh, have probably a scene or two. You know, yeah. a scene probably not two. I don't think he's going to be in that much. I think it's just going to be a cameo. People Ooh. are like, oh, he's going to sing. I'm like, no, he's not going to sing. We would know by now if he's saying, because Scroff is back, like he's in L.A. 
if he was yeah. like in the studio, they would have tweeted a picture or something. Because of course he brings marketing to the show because he's Kristoff. He's from Frozen. He's from a, a major franchise. They yeah. want that on the show. So yeah, yeah. No. very busy guy now. So he's gonna I be. Yeah. I thought at least the guy who was going to watch what happens, and he like he they asked him if he was going back to Glee, and he he kept that totally you know basically oh like he he was never asked you know. Mhm. Yeah. Mhm. Sebastian was supposed to come back too, Grant Gustin, but he's on the Flash, so they couldn't they couldn't work it around it. But he was supposed to come mm-hmm. back. Him and Jesse were supposed to come back. So. Uh, mhm. So, yeah, that, that just to me says they're just going to be candy. Fran's like, doing really well on this show. I watched an episode of that show. He's really good. Flash? I, mm-hmm. I, I, I like Arrow, but Arrow's pissing me off lately because the Elicity storyline is just heart-wrenching. You know, I've heard about that. Oh, it's heart-wrenching. Anyway. It's good writing, though. <laughs> kind of some very boring episodes, though, but when it's good, it's good. When it's good, it's good. So It's like Once Upon a Time with me. So I like that show too, but yeah. Um, One side I note to the Britannia stuff in this episode is I love Lord Tubbington and well, Lady Tubbington. Too. <laughs> I just love when Lord Tubbington is there. I just think it's hilarious because he's always have the cat doing something really crazy. What are you doing? Oh, wasn't he like on the like a sofa? Was he dressed as like a Mar- like a, a Mexican dancer or something? And he was like on a pillow. He had a costume on in this in the Fondue for Tutti or Queso Porto. Queso Porto sequence. Yeah. He had a costume on. It was I'm pretty sure it was like a like a Mexican like hat and like everything like that. And he was in the dream sequence and he was eating tuna, which was funny. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, uh favorite performance Larry. in the episode. My favorite performance was um Wishing and Hoping. I like that one. What, which one? Wishing, Wishing and Hope was my favorite. What about you guys? I like I the one where they were on the taxes. Whatever. Castle? I don't remember. Castle? Huh? The castle? The castle? The castle one? Uh, castle? Wait. The castle? You mean the, the one where the they, they envision heaven? As a theme for the Britannia wedding, and they were all in white. Oh, no, no, no. It was the one where they were were performing for Rachel as she was singing the audience. Oh, Oh, baby, it's you. Arthur's song. Yeah. Is it Arthur's theme? Arthur's theme, or Arthur's song, or something like that. The Moon in New York City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did y'all notice in that sequence that Stan didn't even participate? Like he was just sitting on the bench, laying down. Did y'all notice that? Because they they zoom in, I'm like, why the hell isn't he singing? Is this supposed to be? Is this, is this supposed to be like subtly saying he doesn't want her to go to New York or something? I'm confused. Because he wasn't. He was not. He didn't have a solo. All he did was like sit down or lay on the bench, and that's it for the whole song. And I was like, that's weird. But you see, yeah, he's. I, and did y'all notice that? I did, but I mean, I didn't really pay much attention to that. I mean, I was just like, I, I did like, because um, I like to hear the new, you know, the new guys, like their vocal performance, and then, I mean, basically it was clean. It mostly was just, it was, I mean, it was um, it, it was, was just a blame, a blame most of it, and then then the guys came in, and because I don't even think Kurt really had anything a lot to do with it either. No, he didn't. He didn't have anything in it, but at least he looked happy. <laughs> At least you look happy. 
he did. He looked happy during the song. Family, I mean, he was just lying on the bench with like his head down. I was like, mm. this? and and the camera was focused on him, so it's like, okay, are we supposed to get a reaction from him? What's going on? That was confusing. That was very confusing. But yeah, um, I actually really liked Sam's uh, version of uh, They Long to Be Close to You by The Carpenters, which I think probably has a lot to do with the fact that my mom made me listen to The Carpenters growing up, so I know, like, every single Carpenters song there is. So when that was coming up, I was kind of excited about that. That was really nice, solo his. Like, I actually, that's one of my probably favorites that he sang on the show. The coolest part of that thing is is that I'm sure that every single time Sadie Sam was, like, jumping for joy, and then within, like, ten seconds later, (laughs) <laughs> they literally it's just like got shot out, mashed to smithereens. <laughs> like they got destroyed. <laughs> you could have, you, honestly, at that point, I was just like, "Wow!" I think they were secretly have, thinking that he was singing that song about Mercedes. To Rachel, because yeah, to Rachel, because they kept him in the locker room and everything, and then it was just like mysteriously going through the hallways, and then you see, oh, he's singing to Mercedes, and then. It seemed like he was at one point, but I thought, mm. That you were going to sing to Rachel? I thought it was going to be to Rachel, because that would have made sense with the storyline, but actually... That's what I thought, too, but it looked like he was singing to Mercedes at one point, point. I was like, are they playing around with this ship again? No, what they were doing was they were were showing Sam's point of view, and then finally the talk cleared the air. Mm Because until then, Sam was confused about everything, including his feelings for Mercedes. But the conversation confirmed that his feelings for Mercedes were friendship. They were not romance. Right. And the reason why he didn't date was because he didn't want to hurt that friendship. It had nothing to do with the fact that he was still in love with Mercedes, which he wasn't. And that conversation cleared the air between them. It was closure. It was absolutely 100% closure. And I really liked it. I thought it was very, very mature. Mm-hmm. I, thought, I, I thought so, too. And, and I uh, think it's very lame that people are trying to, like, come up with any excuse in the book to try to say that that scene didn't do what that scene did. I mean, it was not subtle what that scene was doing. It was thinking that shit. I mean, I'm sorry. That's just something, it's just, I cannot pick. And the worst part is, is that if they try to, like, say, oh, but later on Mercedes is going to realize that she loves him and she's going to want to go for him and he's going to go for her. And I'm just like, but how's that healing Rachel's heart? If they cheat, if they, if they go together, how's that, how's that going to heal Rachel's heart? No, it's going to break it. Her sensitive heart's going to be broken again. That just, to me, it makes no sense why they would say stuff like, oh, but Rachel will live. I'm like, no. Rachel's gone through hell more than enough times. She doesn't need another person cheating on her or not a, a person that doesn't like, is not into her as much as they are into them. Although I would like the hypnosis to be brought up again because I feel like Sue, because I feel like people are going to hold on to that whole stupid, he's still hypnotized, which he's not. Like, it's like, she wasn't really involved in hypnotizing him at all in this episode, right? I mean, so I don't uh, know no, why. There, there was no hypnosis. Think that. People think that it was an a, people think it was an after effect of hypnosis. But I'm like, no, because if you listen to Sue's speech, <laughs> when Sue hypnotized him, she told him, "Listen, you will not remember anything after you kiss her. You will not remember anything." This so, is grasping at straws because honestly, I don't think Mercedes or Sam was ever meant to be like a serious. Couple, honestly. They, they weren't. They weren't. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? They were just, they were together, like, for a very short time. Nothing, no screen time was really 
the voters for them. It was, it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was never like you know. I don't think it was ever supposed to be. Oh, they're serious about each other. Well, yeah. I do think that it could have been Endgame. I do think it could have been. End- I actually no, I don't at all think it could have been it because they they did when um when um Finn was still on the show, they were focused on Brittany and Sam. So the fact that they went like they ignored they completely ignored Sam Sadie's for like a year and a half until season five B, which was when, which was and they put the sign for Sam and Rachel in season five A. But the reason why they they did not go through with it was because not just fan reaction, but also just it, it just seemed tasteless. Three episodes after Finn died, you're going to have her make eyes at someone else. Yeah, but they already, they already kind of dropped the hint that they could happen in the future because yeah, of the yeah. whole, ooh, they're attracted but, to each other. They, they, they find each other physically attractive. Yes, but they gave exactly. their word that they would, not, yeah. that they, would not, they would have Rachel single the rest of that season. They gave right. their word. So... They had to do something. I mean, this co- this show does not do well with just one couple, and, like one couple storyline. So that's why they revisited Sam Sadie, and also because they had a selfish angel. And you clearly see that that's the case because in one episode they bury Sam Sadie. One episode, this episode, in one scene, not even, not even one episode, one scene. It's just one scene. Much. To just bury it, just everything, just done. Forget that talk about marriage. Forget that talk about everything. That was a stall for what we wanted to do. This is this. This is reality. If you don't yeah. like it, you can stop watching the show. I mean, nobody watches the show anyway, so just go ahead. We don't care. Yeah, they they friend zone them for sure, and yeah. More than that, they yeah. completely sure. destroyed it. <laughs> completely destroyed it. And if they try to and, and if they try to go back later and say like, oh, Mercedes, oh, it's doing for him. She's gonna go for him. I'm like, okay, so you well, you want Mercedes to be a hoe? You want yeah. you want Mercedes to be a hoe and get in the middle again? It's just no. Mercedes is not. That would be an assassination to Mercedes's character if they did that. Mm-hmm. Even though I know people were saying, oh, she should fight for Sam. She should let Ratchet Ratchet. That's their nickname for Rachel. She should let Ratchet take what belongs to her. <laughs> Well, Mercedes what? Is, That's crazy. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't like get involved in this whole Twitter war, war the fandom, fandom war crap. Like, uh, that's just like the what fandom fandom are just some, that's The worst crazy. part is, is that this, like, Glee fandom hate each other. It, it hate the show as much as they hate each other. And they hate, they complain about 95% or 99% of everything that happens on the show. I mean, I the ever seen a fandom like the Glee because we, I mean, honestly, people just attack each other like crazy. For nothing. They really do. Like, it's like, I mean, you have to keep this in mind that at the end of the day, it's just a fictional couple on a fictional TV show. Absolutely. And yet, I got people telling me that I made death threats. I'm like, what? No, why, why would I ever make it? I don't care about this enough to do that. Anything, I don't care. Why would I ever do that? That's just complete and utter insanity, for one. Disrespect. And it's just, it's not worth, it's just, to do that to somebody who you don't even know, it's just messed up. Yeah, I don't get, I don't want to get personal. It's like, you like who you like, I like who I like. Like, we agree And we can move on. And we can move on, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) And, I mean, the Britannia and Clay fans are at war with each other, and yet they have an episode come up where they share a double wedding. Like, they hate each other. Like, their fans literally hate each other. Yeah. And the fact that they have a double wedding coming up, 
And I'm like, guys, can't you just like I don't understand that. Why can't they just be happy for each other and who enforces that? Like, exactly. Okay. Like they're saying, oh, they better show the Britannic kiss first, or they they better show the clean kiss first, or like. Guys, you're, you're getting a wedding. You're arguing over Enjoying. which fictional couple kisses first on a fictional show. Yes, oh, that's yes, completely yes, silly. Yes. I I'm too, sorry. That's really silly, fun. guys. Like, this is the show, this is really the show that was made. That This is the show that was ruined by the shippers because they took control of the, show, the writing because they always harassed the writers on Twitter to do what they wanted to do, and the writers listened. Big mistake. Big mistake. And the writers learn from it, because now with the writers doing what they want to do, and if fans don't want to watch it, they can leave. But the writers are doing what they want to do. Well, yeah, it really doesn't anymore. matter at this point. It's the last season. They put them on a Friday night, which is pretty much telling death everyone, plot. like, your death show plot. is dead. Death, death. Yeah. <laughs> it's the death plot. And people are trying to tell yeah. me, oh, Fancel, Fancel, the Fancel pairing is what's dropping the ranks. I'm like, no. Guys, the show is on Friday. They don't give a crap about ratings. They don't care. Yeah, it's the final so season. The ratings have been going care. down since, like, season four. Like, exactly. it's dropped down incredibly low since season four. I was even was surprised it. we got two more seasons that after when, four. I was like, really? The only reason why is because they were so confident with, the, with Brian Murphy's vision that they gave him two seasons. They wouldn't have given them season six. It would have been over season five. With the abysmal ratings they had in season five, goodbye show. Like, it was done. Like, no. Yeah. yeah. I mean, every season it went down, hell. And I, I was I was shocked when they actually gave them two seasons. Like, I was. I was. Because they, were really, they really thought the idea of the two split, the, the split locations would work. And I'm like, no, it's not. Guys, the show, the scene, the show, is based on the Glee Club. It is not based on a single character. It's based on the Glee Club. That's the yeah. heart of the show. That choir room is the heart of the show. But people are like, no, it's this character. No, it's that character. I'm like, no, guys. It's that idea, that vision, that theme of the choir room, that family, that unit. That's what the show is. But people are like, no, it's no, It's Rachel. It's Pat. So that's what happens. People lose interest. And people definitely don't want to see a show that's just based around relationships. Because, I mean, Glee does not write relationships well. With Sancho, they're actually at least doing realistic over Endgame, I love you, let's get married right now, which every single couple on Glee is a teenager and should be thinking of marriage, but we have two weddings coming up. So. <laughs> Just focus on your careers, guys. Don't think about any of that crap. But, of course, that's not what we're getting. Honestly, wow. I don't know. Please be more know. focused on the couple lately than really much else. There isn't really much. No, there isn't. That's what's sad. And I really am looking forward to this um, Thursday's, this uh, Friday's episode because I, I like Sancho, but I'm actually really excited about the B storyline. I mean, I know I did. I I knew what I know what I knew it was an after school special, but you know what? They have a chance to really show and demonstrate that this is a thing, and people and they're just saying that it's accessible. And it's never been done in network TV, even though it's only going to be viewed by, like, a million people, because only, like, a million people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so it's only going to be viewed by, like, a million people, so only a million people watch Glee now, so. Eh. It won't be as groundbreaking as they hope, but it'll, it'll, it will definitely get the point across. And, and a lot of, and I really am excited for that storyline. And like I said, Beast, I feel, is going to play a big part in Sam's Endgame. Because they have they're building a bond between those two characters, so I feel like 
East is going to, there's going to be, there's going to be some reason, some way that East is going to replace him for everything that Sam has done for him. I feel like that's completely in Beast's character, and I feel like that's what they'll do. Like, he will do something for Sam. He will, like, hook him up with a head coaching position at another school. He'll see that Sam is miserable without Rachel or something, or he'll be miserable with Sam, like, looking like Rachel's leaving. Because you know that, like, that, that it's clearly building up, because, yes, Sam and Rachel starting off like a little, like, oh, let's see where this goes, but you know they're going to fall in love, and you know that that's when it's going to get complicated, because then they're going to have to inevitably split. So that's going to be a conflict, and Sam's going to be conflicted, and I think Beast is going to help him resolve that conflict by giving him a, like, he's going to give him a dream job in New York. That's, that's, what, that's my theory, but see if it happens. I don't, I don't, think, it, I don't think it's guaranteed, but... I hope it is because I just think it's depressing for Sam to be the only one stuck in Lima. I mean, I know he likes it there, but damn, dude. You're not going to have any friends there but Beast and Will. It's going to be depressing for you. So uh, I, mean, I wouldn't really consider that a happy ending for Sam. Yeah. Plus, he wouldn't get his dream because his dream is to be a head coach. Beast would be the head coach. He'd just be the assistant. And we already saw in the premiere that he hates that. So that would not be his dream. Like, Rachel being the New Directions coach, it's a temporary job. They all have temp jobs this season. The people that are going to New York all have temp careers. In my opinion, that's how they're setting it up. And they're really setting up the parallels between Clayton and Sancho, so I figure those four are definitely going to get to New York. And might be, like, the one who has to, who's going to be, like, the, the deciding, like, he'll be the one that that goes at the last minute or something. Or they'll have, like, a My Life with Stuck Without You sequence. Like, you remember that one in season one, My Life with Stuck Without You, Will running to get to Emma? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that that. scene back then. Oh, I love that scene. I was, like, jumping for joy. Even though I knew it was happening because it was spoiled. It was spoiled, like, an hour before it aired. I was like, you (sighs) But of course, that's how they ended the show. That was essentially how the show was going to end. Wemma reunited. That just shows you how important Wemma was in season one. Yeah. And then Colleen came into the picture, and that completely screwed us over because then they became so popular, and they're like, oh, let's get to these. Yeah, and then they devoted like tons of screen time to them. So. Which I think is a blessing now because God knows what Wemma would have gone through if they were as popular as Colleen. God knows. And they were in their 30s. So they should not have been effing around like these kids can't be. They can, the kids can screw up, but 30-year-olds, you got to have your life together, and you got to just you have to be focusing on finding someone, engaged, marriage, kids. Like that's your time. You have to like career should be already settled, so you need to focus on that, marriage and kids. And thankfully, they got their heads out of their butts, and season three happened. So yay! Wow. But yeah, Emma's in three episodes this season. Her friend. The series finale, 
Thanks. We're not showing that. Both of you have a magical tunnel that connects Lima in New York. That's why I say that Sam is going to have a My Life with Life Without You sequence where he literally runs through Lima and he gets to New York the next, the, like, the next sequence because that's real. That's, that's glee. That is glee for you. They will do that stuff. Yeah. Why not? It's glee. It's glee. He runs like the Flash. Don't you know? He can run at the speed of light. Well, I did. I did love seeing Emma's hair the last episode. Oh yeah, I love that. I love that obvious uh, standing. It was so obviously standing. I like seeing her though. I, I thought they weren't going to show her, but it was a nice surprise. I was like, okay, you can tell there's definitely not Jaina because first of all, I know Jaina has no ass, but that girl has no ass at all, and no, like her wig was way off. <laughs> her wig was way off. <laughs> like, and then they showed a zoom in of her face. Like it was like a like a, a second where you could see. It. I was like, okay, that's definitely not Jaina. But I knew that. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was obviously setting up for the party. It wasn't like she was com- commanded to go in a corner and just stand there. <laughs> she was there, like, organizing stuff. Come on. She was definitely there. Just imagine what, what would have gone through, like, the person's head, like, the Heather, head, like, Brittany acting like she was, like, em, like this was, she was talking to Emma, but it wasn't Emma. It wasn't Shema or Matt having a scene with this person. <laughs> Like, hey, that's Emma. Like, not Emma at all. But I'm an actor, so I'm going to pretend you're Emma. I'm going to pressure her face on you. <laughs> well, Danny's cute. Danny's adorable. Yeah. Allison. Danny's such a precious baby. So, so what are your guys' predictions coming up? Do you guys agree that Sam and Rachel are going to fall in love? Even though it's even though it's starting out as a like, let's see where this is going to go. Let's enjoy every last minute of it. I I mean I yeah I I think that's where it's going. Um, I mean I'm not making too many predictions at this point because I don't know. Yeah, I'm just like I'm just watching, take it as it is because I'm not expecting a lot, honestly. So. You know, I'm not making too many predictions, and I've been hearing too many like stuff that I'm not even sure what's true, what's you know false. What's, what have you heard? Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, that somebody has, like, somebody, there was, a, like, a, a thing on about the final script on Tumblr. Oh, um, that's a lie. That's a lie. Yeah, I've, I've, I kind of figured that was a lie. lie. Oh, yeah. my God, that is the biggest lie I've ever, oh, it was fake. It's fake. I can hear it. I was like, what? <laughs> what they're saying. The is, and the worst part is this fan is so gullible that they believe that. Like, there were yeah. actually people like, oh, my God, this is the final script. I'm like, are you stupid? You, you've got to be like, oh, my God. This, Glee fandom is literally the most gullible fandom in the world. They will believe anything. They will believe anything. Even when it was a spoiler came out, I was like, I don't believe this because it's too good to be true. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't believe this. No. The only people I believe were Glee Brazil or whatever the hell their name was. Glee Brazil was a good one. There were some reliable sources, but – if it's going to pop up from some, like, some random Tumblr or, like, something like that, and people believe it, like, in a second. Like, I could have told you that Sam and Mercedes were going to have closure, but there was an actual, like, spoiler that came out, like, oh, yeah, Sam and Mercedes have this really good closure scene. And I'm like, that's a lie. And people were believing it. And I was like, they're going to have closure, but that's not going to be, that's not going to be the sequence. I mean, anybody can tell you that Sam and Mercedes is going to have closure. I told you. I, I have, and I told you this in episode three or four that they were going to have closure. Because it, lo- 
because Sam looked like the one that he was confused. So he he needed to be cleared up. It needed to be cleared up to him. Mm-hmm. So it was. It was. It was it cleared was up. Fine. So now we can see what happens with Sam and Rachel. Although from their opening duet, I think it's really obvious. Yeah. We got to give a, a rating, though, quickly of what the world means now. I, I keep it more like a seven Nine. or eight. Really? What? Yeah, I love the songs. Yes, I love the songs. Okay. The Nine or 9.5? Nine. Okay. Nine. Nicole? Uh, six. What's yeah. the only episode? What's the episode I would rate a 10? A, a, a zero, I would rate New York. I hated that finale so badly. New York, the season two finale, was like the worst <laughs> crap in the world. It was a Finchel love fest, and they literally like did nothing for Wemma. Season for Finchel fans, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> season, season. Oh, like, you mean the finales where my, I almost threw my TV out the window because there was absolutely nothing? I was mad. They deleted it. They delete all these key women scenes, and I'm like, I want these on a DVD somewhere someday. And they should be on the DVD, and they never are. I will buy it if you give me deleted every single deleted blooper scene. I will buy the DVD set. Yeah, for some fair reason, this show is the only one on TV that doesn't feature a blooper reel or deleted scene. I'm like, what? Your your actors can't be that good that they never F up. <laughs> <laughs> they can't be that good. They're no, I'm sure they have bloopers, and I'm sure they have tons of bloopers, and I'm sure they have tons of deleted scenes, and they just choose not to put them on the DVDs. Which is stupid. They definitely should have put the Wemma reunion, the bastards. I know they have. I know for a fact they've got at least two or three good Wemma scenes that were really good that we did not. We're cut. We're cut. Yeah. yeah. Including yeah. the season two reunion after we went through hell and beyond yeah. in that season. I was about to stop watching the show. I was done. And then I saw the season three promo, and I was like, is this real life? I was like, okay, I watched. Because I was done. I was done. I will say, I will watch the Wemma scenes on YouTube. I don't have to watch the show. And then that, and it turned out I could do it, but then I saw the promo, like, oh, my God, when we're actually together. Holy crap, is this a dream? <laughs> and actually, the, oh, God. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely a nine for this episode. I thought it was solid. Very, very good episode. I like the fact that they actually show female friendships instead of enemies. So I like that. It was very refreshing take. So, yeah, nine for me. Go ahead, you two. Yeah. What about Nicole? Nicole, what did you give this episode? I like it at six. I give like seven oh or eight. Y'all don't like yeah. the classics, do you? Y'all don't I didn't like enjoy it as much as I've enjoyed other episodes this season. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, it was to me. It was just like uh, I, I I have watched some of the musical um, scenes again, but I mean, as far as the overall storyline, oh, it was kind of blah, blah to me. Oh, you've watched it. It's kind of flat for I me, too. Yeah. I only watched the episode once. The only thing I watched more than once was the um, the Wishing and Helping song, the the final song, and the Samchel duet. That's yeah, it. i got to watch the final song again. Actually, because really, i got to yeah, so you can go over what you were talking Mercedes about with the Sam and talking. Rachel on the couch thing. So I yeah, go watch it now. It's on YouTube. Seriously, yeah, I know. if they would have used that, they they shot, they spot, they went to Mercedes, and if they I, if they would have given the same face and hope, 
they wouldn't have shown her conflicted. They didn't show her anything of the sort. She was, like, beaming at them, like, happiness. It was like when Hermione kissed Harry and Ginny, like, when Harry kissed Ginny, and, pe- and people who were Harry and Hermione fans were hoping that would have sparked some kind of reaction. Hermione, no, she was beaming with happiness. Okay, so. okay, don't talk to me about that, because we'd get into it, because I'm a Harry Hermione fan. No, I was a Harry Hermione fan. I was a Harry Hermione fan. I that, personally, but I do I love Harry Hermione. I was a Harry Hermione fan. I was really pissed off that they did it in the <laughs> So, so, but I'm just telling you that I expected that she, if Hermione would have had a reaction, she didn't, which pissed me off. I honestly, throughout the entire effing book, I was like, this, I was like, Ginny's, Ginny's irrelevant. When, when did y'all, when, when did this happen? Like, this all happened off, off, off the book, off the pages? Like, Ginny all of a sudden becoming this, like, amazing person? Like, it made no sense to me. And then, honestly, throughout the book, they kept on bringing the, the love potion. I thought that that's what Harry was. Harry was under a love potion at Ginny's. That's what, like, because they kept on bringing it up. But, of course, that's not what happened. But I, I like that idea I, because it didn't make what sense to me. Yeah, but that, big, all of them, like, together, I was like, what? I'm like, yeah. it's not in Hermione. Like, they would never survive. They'd be, like, divorced within the first year. <laughs> they would make it. Are you kidding me? They fight all the time. But I tell you, after Harry and Hermione, I've been right about every couple that I've, that I've shipped. So I'm not delusional. I ship. I I I'm I'm pretty common with my ships on every show. I usually ship the best friends turn lovers in every situation, every show. It's kind of I love shit. that. I, I love that cliche though. Best friends to lovers. I love that cliche. And Rachel and Sam have been friends for five years. I mean, I know for a fact that this would not have been empty if Sam would have been on the show. Obviously, obviously. Right. Like, that's kind of why I'm okay with them happening because at least I know she's with a friend and that they already have that trust filled. They already yeah. know each yeah. other really well. Yeah. If Finn was around, like I think Finn would be okay with it. Honestly, he would definitely not be okay with Jesse. I'm just saying. He yeah, he would be okay with Jesse, okay but with, with Jesse. Sam, I think he'd be like, I think he'd be like smiling down upon Sam and Rachel. Yes, going, yes. Okay, yes, take care yes. of my girl, kind of thing, you know. Yes, because he 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 was friends with Sam and he trusts Sam, and yeah, yeah, I absolutely one hundred percent agree with that. He definitely would be okay with Jesse though, because and the worst part is that Jesse and Rachel have the, have the same personality, so Jesse can't calm Rachel down. He won't make her feel safe. He'll make her feel. He won't make her feel safe. And, like, everything that Sam, like, Rachel feels for Sam, like, makes her feel safe, Jesse won't because Jesse has the same personality as Rachel. They have, they have the same personality. So that's, in my opinion, you need someone that's the opposite of your personality that's going to calm you, especially for someone who's such a big diva like Rachel. She needs someone like Sam in her life. She doesn't need someone like Jesse because she's Jesse. She's a male. She's a female. Yeah, because Jesse is a diva too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, uh, statement. I would, actually wouldn't surprise me if, if, they, if um, Jesse came back and he was gay. <laughs> I'm not aware. It would not surprise me. That would actually be kind of funny if they ended up having that happen. Because Groff is gay in real life, so hey, why not? Let's just mirror art. <laughs> Let's just mirror real life. Let's just Jesse right. Jesse didn't find out he was gay until much later on in life. Hey, a lot of people see that, so Jesse okay. could be gay. Don't know. We do not know. But yeah, and the promo for next week looks really good. Um, I hate all about that bass so much. I, think mm-hmm. I don't know why they have to do every single popular song. I'm like, really? I'm sick of hearing that song on the radio. Well, of course, they have to. They didn't really have. They have right? They haven't done many popular songs this season, though, right? They've stuck most of the oldies for the last couple episodes. 
Yeah, I've yeah, done a lot of oldies, so now I guess i got to go back and do all the popular songs that have been on the well, chart. Like, all right, well, I'm just waiting for them to do Taylor Swift at the end of the season. Taylor Swift? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Taylor Swift song? Have they done a Taylor Swift song? Mine. They did mine in season four. They, they, yeah, they did Mean with uh, Beast and Puck. Yes, 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 yes. Puck. Beast and Puck. Yeah, but I think that's really the only one they did. Yeah. So, so yeah, this uh, yeah, I'm really excited for the rest of the season. I can't wait. I don't know if I'll be able to watch the finale live though. So. I, I haven't been able to watch live lately because they've been having me work two to nine, and that's exactly when we're on. So I'm like, oh well, I'll watch later, which is fine because I like that I can watch for the app for free and I don't have to bother downloading it. I can just do it for the app. I would hate to watch it on Hulu because I hate commercials. So yeah, I well, that's, I have to do the same thing on the app as commercials, but they're only like two minutes long. So I'm like, all right, I'll go to the bathroom and I'll come back. <laughs> I know watching the commercials on Hulu is torture. It's just like, can't y'all just give me no commercials? I mean, I pay more. Hulu really? Even on Hulu Plus, there's commercials. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, they, they because they 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 get the episodes. They need to make their money somehow, so they need to air. Oh, commercials. that's crazy! See, this one there's I like a catch to the, better. There's a catch to this. Like there's a catch better. to the fact that, and I love that people try to try to tell me you don't know anything about ratings. I'm like, are you serious? Don't tell me I don't know anything about ratings. I know everything about ratings. That's why when you tell me stuff like, oh, well, Sam and Rachel's the reason that ratings drop, like, no, it's on a Friday. Do you think they give a crap about ratings on a Friday? They use they put shows on Fridays to die. Or to erode into irrelevancy. Or to erode and sink into a hole and never come out again. Yeah. They Especially they put a show on Friday to die. It's the death spot for a reason. Getting a show on Friday mm-hmm. is the death spot for yeah. anything that's not the CW. Because CW ratings are abysmal all around. So. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. CW ratings are abysmal all around. Fox is only one good show on that's giving them ratings at Empire. And I haven't even, I mean, I've heard great things about it, but I'm like, I really don't want to get into this show and then have it transformed into Glee a season later. Because, I mean, Empire had all this, has all this, like, booming press and, like, good stuff going for it. I'm like, but that was Glee. And now look at this. Yeah. And it, at least it's not by Ryan Murphy, so there's that. There's that hope. Because a Ryan Murphy show goes to, every Ryan Murphy show will go to shit in a season or two. So. Did you see American Horror Story tonight? What's that? What? Do you watch American Horror Story? Does anybody watch American Horror Story? Yeah. I do. I do. Well, I yeah. the finale. Did you did you see the finale? A freak show. Yeah. A freak show. Yeah. Yeah. I, did. It was yeah, I was like, so, I was like, really disappointed with freak show. Yeah, I was really disappointed with freak show. I I thought it was have plus potential. I was like, really, yeah. guys. And Coven was. I liked Coven a lot. I did not like two. I hated the um, Asylum or whatever the hell it was. I liked Coven. But then Spore was just like, really? Ugh. And now <laughs> it's like Rhyme Story or something like that? I don't even know. Whatever. Yeah. It's a Ryan Murphy show, so it goes to crap. It's like Nip Tuck. Nip Tuck went to crap after season two. It just got so confusing and convoluted that it just... Ugh. The thing about yeah. Ryan Murphy is he can't multitask. He cannot do one more than one show at a time, or there's a crap. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. It was like, like I, that's what I mean. I heard about Macaulay because I guess he was doing 
something. I don't know if he was work, what he was working on at the same time, whatever. Maybe it was the development of the new show. I don't know. But it just it was it wasn't really that good. No, it wasn't. No, it's not. And his shows are have a specific theme, and they're all effed up usually. <laughs> Glee was actually a, a comedy in the beginning, believe it or not, and now it's yeah, nothing. yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, now Sue's basically a cartoon character who's just like confusing as f every single episode. She wasn't in this episode, which was a breath of fresh air because I was done with Sue after her, her two-parter. Yeah. Her, her creepy, yeah. creepy, creepy meta in the fans. Yeah, like, so that creepy cool. doll-sized version of her on a bicycle. <laughs> I was like, what is the F is this? Like, like that's why I totally agree with you, that they have me there in a cartoon villain character. It's, like, ridiculous. Yeah. And, of course, in the finale, or, like, whatever, at the end of the season, they're going to topple her. Hopefully she gets fired for, like, everything she's done. I mean, she should have been fired as soon as she threw the nurse down the stairs in season one. But that's just not, no teacher in the right mind would Well yeah, they fired you. her for a little while and then they then they like reinstate her and it's just like ridiculous. That wasn't no, no that wasn't for the nurse, that was because of what she did to the Glee Club. Like she said like the, like yeah, they said she yeah, at the at the end of because she leaked the set list to the other people. Right. And then she's like, You have no proof and then he says something like, uh they they leaked this the everybody's telling you they're like it's forgeries and then her and Will had that talk in the hallway, and she's like, I'm going to go down to my condo in Mocha, brown up a bit, and I'm going to come back here, and I'm going to give you every last bit of hell. And it's like, uh, Destination, you just bore the Sue Sylvester Express Destination Horror. Sectional, season one. Uh-huh. I have not watched that episode in years, and yet I still remember the lines. Oh, my God. God almighty, give me straight to this stupid show. <laughs> 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 so y'all don't have any predictions, really? No uh, predictions of anything? I'm kind of let you take care of the predictions so I keep your Oh, mind. my God. <laughs> Fine, I will. Like he's predictions. Okay, okay. Um, let me think. Okay, so give me topics and I'll predict. Wemma? I mean, we pretty much know what's going to happen with them, right? Oh, Nice little women will have another baby. It pays me, though, because they're, they're, unfortunately, they're irrelevant right now. They might have one scene or something, but they won't have, like, a big plot anymore. Yeah. They're just going to be, like, a one thing or two scene thing, so I don't really think they're going to really have a plot. Maybe they'll be the one to be like, hey, Will, can you get those assholes with the vocal drama to change their tune? Or something (laughs) like that. Yeah, that's what I'm... I'm curious of how it's going to end for Will career-wise. Is he just going to end up being, like, you know, you know, does he get fired from, like, the school or, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, either he gets fired or he quits. Either, either he gets fired or he quits himself. I think he's done with them. Yeah. They just don't represent his character. They they killed his character because they're everything he hates. Vocal, everything he hates is vocal adrenaline. So yeah. either they're going to fire him He's going to quit, and then he'll find his way back into Kinley, and his end game is definitely going to be the new directions coach, but also principal. I would, I hope he could become the principal. I would like him to. But if he doesn't, it's just new directions coach will be fine. Okay, yeah, because you could tell he doesn't, like, his vocal adrenaline was like, is like, what the hell? Like, when he's trying to do the show circle, and they were like, 
totally not into it. Are you bipolar? Are you bipolar? Are you bipolar? Well, I understand there's skepticism. I mean, this dude just tried to screw you over. This dude literally just changed the set list to screw us over. So, of course, I'm, I'm, if you look at through the mind of vocal training, you're like, okay, this guy clearly is, has, is not, has, doesn't have our interests at heart at best. He does not have our interests at best. He has this girl who was his protege. So, of course, I could see their side of things, but I could also see Will's. And I could also see the fact that he was, you know, trying to go easy on, but vocal joint is all about winning, so, of course, they are obviously going to, yeah, they're going to get pissed. Which, and it's, and they should have, so I was actually really, res- they, it was respectful for them to do that. But the clip well, threat was kind I of... I read a little effect. spoiler about New Directions, and I'm thinking, well, apparently they would have to merge show flyers or something, or they're going to have to transfer people oh, from the Warbler School to the to McKinley in order to make their 12 people because there's no way in hell like it's happening otherwise. Well, <laughs> well yeah. They like scrapped up a bunch of cheerleaders or whatever. Because each of the 12 people in season one had a personality. By the, by the Well, actually, Matt didn't. Matt was the mute. The mute kid. But um, the other ones, they all had personalities and different things for them. So they all had a color to them that they added to the Glee Club. This one, you only have six people. Maybe seven, but you're going to have maybe one more person added on. But, yeah, most of the people definitely need to come from another. And it makes sense because Kern Blaine are getting married. So, hey, let's have a union of Kern Blaine and a union of the schools. Oh, yay. The question, though, is why are they going to have a union of the schools? What's going to happen? Is Sue going to, is Sue going to destroy Dalton in her latest scheme? What, she going to do, burn the damn place down? Yeah. I mean, I thought about it, really. I was like, even if they bring Ryder unique Marley and Jake back, they still wouldn't have quite enough people. Like, that, could just, that, that could have been replaceable by Candy. Like, you could have just had those. I would have loved that. Like, if they would have, like, a final, like, lat, let's, let, let's say New Jersey the last minute, or, like, Sam could be like, hey, I saved us. I'm going to, like, sexual say, I saved us. And then she'd be like, what'd you, what'd you do? I, like, I found us our final members of the team, and then in come in the oldies, like Joe, Sugar, Joe, Sugar, Ryder, Jake, Marley, and Unique. That's six people. So then, and plus the other six would be 12, so they could compete. And miraculously, Ryder and all those people, they know the choreography and everything. They know everything. I wish they would just bring them back. Like, I don't see why they can't for at least one episode so they could just win. Because Ryan Murphy hates them. Why? Because... He blames them, honestly. I think he blames them for the fact the show sunk. It couldn't have for the possibly been the writing. Yeah. It couldn't have possibly been the writing. No, it, it had to uh-uh. be. Uh-uh. It's not because of them. They were great. It's just the writing. They were. The writing <laughs> and they were clones. They were clones. But the characters. They were complete the clones. Oh, the exactly. I mean, honestly, they found them from a show, Glee Project. I mean, honestly, did you actually think they were going to, like, be great? They're like, they were nobody. They, they were new to the business. They were new to acting. They were new to the business. Yeah. They were new well, to everything. Only, so, no, only a couple of them. Acting. They weren't all from the Glee Project. Like, one or two of them were. They found the others from Right. Yeah, well, I mean, most of the, the, the main characters were from the Glee Project. No, they weren't. There was only one, two. It was Ryder and... Oh, there, was, um, there was Ryder. And Unique. Unique. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You three, need to put some there. Oh, and and Joe. The other guy, he ended up leaving. Okay, so he and um, Rory. Rory. Rory, yeah, Rory. the Irish guy. Damien. Damien McKinsey or whatever the hell his name was. Yeah, he was uh, he was the uh, Irish dude. He yeah. won. He won. Or the other yeah, guy did. yeah, he won, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I, I would have mean, liked Harmony. I would have liked Harmony. I loved Harmony. I don't even, Lindsay, I think was her name. Lindsay, I loved yeah. her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, why couldn't she transfer into McKinley? Like, I don't understand why. Because that like, would have been literally, that would have been the Rachel clone. Like, you didn't even need Barney. Oh, that would have been a Rachel clone yeah. in a heartbeat. Like, Lindsay's personality and everything, that's Rachel. Yeah. Like, a clone, for sure. And people hated her because they were like, oh, she's not as good as Leia. Like, oh, this fandom will complain about anything. They won't just appreciate talent. They'll just be like, uh, they're not as good as so-and-so. They're not as good as so-and-so. Jane might be good, but she's nothing like Mercedes. Come on, guys. Every person has a voice. God, I hate this fandom. (laughs) They're so freaking childish. Well, basically, fandom wars just create unnecessary drama, and it's, like, not worth it. It's it's the last season. Like, just be thankful with what we got. And they ignore, and the worst part is they ignore canon. They ignore everything's just come up with the stupidest arguments, just the stupidest, that don't hold a candle of anything. Like saying that Sam is still hypnotized or that Mercedes is lying about her boyfriend. Where's the proof? Where is the evidence that Mercedes is lying about the boyfriend? Where? Did she, did she, um, did she look some way when she was talking to Sam where it was like, oh, I'm lying. Like, Amber's not that good of an actress. To, to, I'm sorry, but... She, no, she's not that good of an actress to compete. Yeah, there's this whole thing that she secretly made all that stuff up or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Amber's not that Basically. good of an actress, sorry. Yeah. She, no, she did not make that up. She looked happy, like completely 100% happy. If you're her fan, why can't you just be happy for her? Come on. If you're a Mercedes fan, just be happy. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Will Emma fan, yeah, but I'm also a Sam fan. I'm also a Rachel fan. I wouldn't be happy if she ended up with Jesse because she hated Jesse. And he egged her. Yeah, he he did he did he, he was he um he talked to Carmen about her in season three, but she hasn't even uttered his name in three seasons. How am I supposed to believe that they're going to end up together when she has has not even said his name? Right, in three and they years? don't have enough time with his schedule off they don't. The screen they anyway don't. for them to rebuild that whole relationship. So and I would have loved that more. if they would have done it from the beginning. If they would have brought him on in the beginning of the season and built up a storyline for them, then I would have absolutely loved that. I would have absolutely loved that. But they didn't. Instead, they decided to do the Sam and Rachel storyline, which is what they wanted to do since season five. And the only reason they stopped was because their reaction was very negative. And it wasn't negative because of the storyline. It was negative because it was too soon. That's the only reason they stopped it. But they always had it on the back burner. So the fact that, and, and they visit, we visited Sam Sadie's just so they could bury it, essentially. Because they, they were going to give them, because they said, Ian Brennan said that he was going to give, he wanted, he was always going to revisit Sam Sadie's because they never gave them payoff. Because it, it's true. At the end of season three, they broke up a second mm-hmm. time off screen yeah. and we didn't know what the hell happened to them. And they completely ignored each other for like a year and a half. So when it came to now, they had, they, they built a storyline for them they audit, they they um they love each other, but there was some there was a massive deal breaker in this whole relationship. It was the faith. Mercedes is the faith. She did not want to do something, and Sam wanted her to do it. 
and that's a deal breaker. So now she's with someone that has her faith, that has her beliefs, that is going to wait for marriage to have sex. And you have to respect that. You have to automatically respect that. And you, don't, and you shouldn't expect Sam to be like, okay, fine, I'll just wait for you. Even though I want to have sex, I'm just going to wait. I'm just like, that's not healthy. I, I, I kind of knew from the beginning of their whole relationship anyway in 2005. I'm like, he's not going to wait. He's not going to wait. He's not going to be able to wait. And he's not cheat on her, which he kind of did, but not really. He did cheat on her. I mean, he made out with that girl. He did. He did. So he Once he did her. that, I was like, yeah, I'm not into this whole thing anyway. <laughs> like, that yeah. was it. And then Mercedes, yeah. Mercedes, Mercedes on her. I was like, like, I don't like them anymore. He yeah, ruined it for me. Like, it's not cheating. It's not cheating. I'm like, huh, that's cheating. If his lips are yeah. first for less than a second and he doesn't pull away, it's cheating. <laughs> it's cheating. And that's the reason Sam didn't like New York. He didn't like that career choice he made. Because it made him feel like all he had was his body. But now he has a career that he actually loves, that he actually uses every, like, what he likes to do. It's not about, like, look, like showing off his physical, like, features. It has to do with his mind and everything because it's coaching. And it's good. It's a really good career choice for Sam. And unfortunately, at McKinley, he can't get that career because that career is already taken. And I don't expect that Beast is going to give up that career or she's going to retire between now and the series finale. That's just stupid, especially because we, how the, the way she reacted to, to the potential of losing that job was so critical that there's just no way I could see her just have to change a gear to be like, oh, I'm just going to retire. He could take my spot. Like, that's not realistic. I will not. Wouldn't you need to be, like, super qualified for that position anyway, at least have a degree oh, in <laughs> teaching and coaching? But no, they don't really need that because it's like, Nobody cares about degrees on this show. You don't need a certificate. You get a job no matter what. Screw an educational yeah. degree. Sam's a health coach, health teacher for the love of God. Sam's a health right. teacher with no degree or anything for that matter. No credentials, but he's a health teacher. Okay, that makes sense. You need degrees in order to become a teacher, but on this show you don't need anything. You just need That's true. to be there. You I'll watch it thrown out the window with the show. All, yes, thrown out the window. That's been out the window. <laughs> that's why, that's why I say that he's going to get a head coaching position somewhere else. Yeah. And that somewhere else is going to be New York City because Beast is going to give them the hookup because he's going to see that Sam is like, or he's like, he's going to be Sam is so conflicted because Rachel's going to leave it. He's going to be falling in love with her. He's going to be like, hey, you know what? I kind of, I taped you doing your coaching thing, and I sent it to some schools, and one of them replied, and it's in New York, and now you can go and have everything you want, including your dream job. Now you don't have to be stuck here as my um, as my um, assistant, because he hates being an assistant, so that's not his dream. The finale is called Dream Come True, so dreams do come true. And no, that is not. And and I, oh, I've also seen that that's apparently a hit to Sam Sadie because of the song he sang to her. I'm just like, guys, just stop, stop grasping at straws. That it's just gonna, it's just gonna hurt you more in the long run. Just, just let it go. Just accept it. Yeah. Y'all, you had a good run, and just, just accept it. Just accept that it's over. They got closure. They desperately needed closure. They're both in, they're both in happy places. Mercedes has found someone that she truly, truly likes, that has the same beliefs as her. And Sam is trying to experiment what he has with Rachel, which is clearly going to evolve into love because of that stupid song they sang at the beginning of the episode. 
where all the freaking couples were around them. They were not thrilled with this song. Everybody was, like, holding hands and everything, and these two were just, like, awkwardly walking around. <laughs> they want you to root for this couple. The show is not subtle. They want you to root for yeah. this couple to get together, exactly. and they're going to get together. Sorry. Yep. Yep. It, in my opinion, they're endgame, but I'm not going to speak for what happens, but in my opinion, they're clearly in this relationship at least till the series finale. Because as they said, let's enjoy every last minute of it until I go to New York. Okay, so that, that means from episode 7 to 13, they will be together. What happens afterwards, or actually what happens probably around episode 11, 12, that's when it gets complicated because by then I'm almost 100% certain they're going to fall in love. They will be in love with each other by that point, and that's going to make the decision so much harder, and we'll see what happens in the series finale. But I'm pretty sure it's going to end on a happy note, and for me that would mean and gets everything, including Rachel. Yay. Oh, and I'm pretty sure, oh, and another prediction I have is that Mercedes is going to show up engaged. Uh, either in the series finale or, like, one of those two episodes, she'll show up engaged. Like, because the guy would have proposed to her. Right. And the finale be, like, Tana married, Clayton married, Sam for the gather. Exactly. Yeah, happy ending all of Mercedes <laughs> engaged. Mercedes engaged to somebody that you won't see, but just be happy for her. Oh, the People are so pissed off, though. That's why they think he's fake, because they know we'll never see him. And you know we're never going to see this guy. We are never going to see this guy. Like, he's just going to be mentioned. It's that. Mm-hmm. Like, we will not see this guy. And I think that people, they're using that knowledge to say, oh, he's fake. Uh, Amber's not that good of an actress to convey two emotions, and especially a hidden emotion, such as being happy but lying have it have an undertone that you're lying about something? This no. No, I'm sorry. It just it doesn't work that way. But yeah. I'm actually looking forward to the season. Uh what about y'all? Are you are you excited for it to end? Are you just ready for it to end to go like I'm just ready. Away? I've been ready. I think I've been ready for Glee to end for a while now. Like obviously yeah. Yeah, the season four, I've been like, all right, the show could end now, like I'll be fine. <laughs> the show needs to end. It's 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 on a it's it's more than it's more than done what it was supposed to do. Like, yeah. I would have been fine with them just doing like a Glee TV movie and just ending it in like two hours. And yes, <laughs> like, goodbye. Yes, 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 I would have been fine with that too. But that's not what we're getting. Yeah, we're getting a final season of thirteen. Like episodes. I don't know why we have to drag this out for another season. I think they could well, have wrapped it up in two hours. Well, we season. <laughs> it's just you know if they didn't get that renewal, it would have ended in season five for sure, for absolutely yeah. sure. If they did not get that two two year renewal, which Fox was is kicking himself in the ass every day probably, because you can tell because they moved the show to Thursdays or Fridays for the love of God. Yeah, they're clearly regretting, and they were getting no. It was two full season contracts too, so Green was going to have twenty four episodes final season. <laughs> Hell no, you're not. Why? So by the by the series finale, no, because they're like, why waste that much production money on a show that has like really crappy ratings anyway? There's no point. There's no no point point in it. There's absolutely zero point in it. So yeah, it's ready. It's time for it to go. Plus, there's so much better TV out there. That's why the show's so predictable. Anybody with a brain can predict what's going to happen because the writing is so obviously out. Oh, oh right, and Puck and Quinn will probably be together too and married at the end too. Like everyone's married. Oh, well, if they were even mentioned. <laughs> right. 
They might come up with the excuse that Quinn's pregnant with their second baby, and that's the reason why she's not in the wedding episode. Maybe. Puck's in the episode, so he could make a mention, like, hey, yeah, uh, Quinn can't go because she, she has morning sickness. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're going to be a daddy again? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 20 years old, I'm going to be a daddy again. <laughs> But this show's not realistic. I mean, for the love of God, I mean, people try, they try to say stuff like, well, logically, like, okay, guys, listen, logically, a show would never, ever put a newbie of a renewal of a Broadway show, a Broadway classic would never put their beat as a newbie who has no credit to their name to shell to to, as the as the as the star of that show, they they a newbie cannot sell the product as much as somebody who's seasoned, who's well known in the business, who can who they know can guarantee sell tickets. They 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 will never ever in real life they will never put their hopes, their future finances, and revenue on a newbie. They would never ever do that. So Rachel would never ever be cast as the star. She would have to work her way from the bottom up. She would never be cast as a star, ever. Even if she had the most the best voice in the world. It's just from a business standpoint, they would never put their egg in her. They, they would never do that, ever. So the fact that she was the star of the Broadway musical, that's not realistic, because it would have happened. Same as um, Artie, like the same as um, the whole L.A. thing. Like, oh, let's just dump this and go to L.A., yeah, because randomly some dude showed up at my musical. I'm just like, no, nah, this is not realistic at all. <laughs> no, nothing unrealistic, ugly anymore. An it's all fantasy, really. <laughs> well, the only realistic thing now is the Sam and Rachel thing, because it's not like, oh, I love you, two, two episodes later, let's get married. No, it's like, look, I don't know what we feel for each other, but let's just see what we have. That's realistic. And it's actually refreshing. Because like I said, there's been no couple on this show that's like that. Every single show, every single couple on this show has literally been to, band together. The episode they start like interacting. Van Sadie, Mitchell. Um, the only couple that had built up was Emma, and that's because Terry was in the Terry was in the was was the um, obstacle. Mm-hmm. With uh, Finchel, they kissed in the second episode. And Rachel was right. in love with him by then. Um, Sam Sadie, they were off screen, so they were irrelevant. <laughs> they were off screen for like almost the entire freaking storyline. Um, mm-hmm. Sam fell in love with Quinn. Sam fell in love with Brittany. Sam fell in love with Mercedes. Sam fell in love with Penny. Like every single couple on this show always gets together with the episode they're set up. With Sam and Rachel, that's not the, that's not what they're doing. Like Wemma, they're gradually building up to it. They're gradually getting there. Like, I'm sure they'll get together, like, soon, but they're going at a slow pace. So it's not, so it's refreshing. It's not like, let's, let's, let's say I love you. To a, and people all people are like, oh, they said I love you. That's, that's too soon. I'm like, y'all are stupid because that I love you was platonic. Like, how could anybody think that that's a romantic I love you? Like, you remember when they said I love you to each other? People were like, oh, my God, that's romantic. I'm like, they were like, those are romantic. I love you. That's too soon. I'm like, no. Those are platonic. I love you. So you've never had, you've never talked to your mom on the phone or your friend on the phone. You're like, oh, my God, I got to go think. I love you. Bye. Never, like, nobody's ever said that. 
Have you ever talked to somebody and be like, uh, uh, hey, I got to go. I love you. Bye. Mm-hmm. Not a friend. Or your family member. You've never done that? Am I the only one? Hello? Mm-mm. You've never wow. done that? Oh, wow. I guess I'm alone. And maybe mm-hmm. said, like, I got to go by. I don't say I love you by. Well, I do. If it's a family member or if it's a close friend, I'll say I love you. Well, it's just a kind of emotion. Love is an emotion. Yeah. Shit in here, because um, it's almost time to Yeah, we're, we are. Yeah, yeah we're definitely. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Friday's yeah. episode. I hope y'all are. Oh, and have you heard the songs, by the way? No. Um, no, not yet. What? Okay, if you got to hear one, just hear the um, unique one. The um, one from Hairspray. Okay. That one's good. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Okay. Yeah. I'm ready then. Where were the cool. others? Where were the others? They were just too busy? Um, I know Paula is busy with homework and school stuff, I think. And Sam is just, I don't know, she's busy with something. Okay. She's been busy for a while, so she hasn't really joined us for season six of discussion. And I think neither, neither of them had, had time to watch the episode, so. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's understandable. So. Alrighty, well, girls, you all have a wonderful evening. See y'all next Thank week, right? Yeah, see you next week. Same time, same place. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, Mikey. Good night. Bye. Good night. Good night, Nicole. Bye. 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 It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.